Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers! Cheers! Sort of. (laughs) Hi everybody, I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy, and welcome to 51 First Dates, the podcast. We're also joined by an extra special repeat guest slash you know, co-host, um, our new dater, Kenny. Kenny, my brother. It's been a little while, to say the least. I know. It's been kind Kenny, of wild. I, I have to say, I looked away from the computer for a second to write down a, a time code <laughs> note, and I looked back, and you had your hat and your hood on. <laughs> it's just like... My apartment is so poorly insulated and so cold, and the only thing I could put on was gym shorts, so I'm just like, casually having like a physical breakdown oh my god (laughs) i understand i was trying to to figure out how i could record from my bed earlier make it work we'll make it work that's the dream what are you drinking i'm actually drinking some wine liza what are you drinking i'm drinking water i had a a glass of box like week old boxed wine that i just finished that i was like i'm not going to refill this um, but I might when we take a break. <laughs> when we take an ad break, I'll probably refill it. I mean, I feel like I'm peer pressuring. Sorry. I just feel No, like- not at all. I mean, I should. I was telling Kenny, I just, I had a little bit of a night last night. I keep having weeknights. Oh, wow. Liza, last time we spoke, you had a little bit of a night. It's not great. <laughs> I've been back into doing comedy more regularly, and with that comes being a child. When's the next time you're doing comedy that our listeners can come to? That's a great question. I know I'm doing a show um, at Broadway Comedy Club on May 11th. Um, so if you want to come to that, you can hit us up in the secret Facebook group. Yeah, we're going to promote details. the shit out of that. That's good because it's like firm and like there's some time to plan. So yes, yeah, totally. If it's I, a little bit out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also probably going to be doing a sh- couple shows in April at um, various clubs in the city. So maybe I'll just start posting about it in the secret Facebook group. And then you guys can come meet me and see my temp jokes. Yes, we should. <laughs> <laughs> we should have a thing. We should have like like I want to be there for one. Are you doing yeah. it at the end of March, kind of April? That for that no, last but one? I can try to schedule something. Tell yeah. me the dates you're going to be here. Oh my god, that's maybe we'll do a meetup. <laughs> maybe we will, and you know why? Because my dad will be in town and. <gasps> He wants to see you do comedy so badly. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be really fun. We could try to do, like, a, a listener meetup slash I'll do jokes. Um, yeah. So, but I'm going to uh, stop drinking on weeknights because I'm not a child. And I am, like, back at a job with hours that I have to be there looking like an adult. So, um, I mean. I was peer pressured into hanging out with friends on Sunday. And Sunday it started, like, snowing. Mm. <laughs> so I was, like, very much so banking on, like, I reverse commute. If it's really snowy, office shuts down. It's like being a child. I waited, and at night it was like 9 p.m. It's like two-hour delay. I'm like, golden. This is going to be the greatest Monday ever. I'm going to be able to recover with this hangover, like roll out of bed at 9, like not have to do anything. 6 a.m. comes around. No follow-up email. 7 a.m. No follow-up email. So I'm like, fuck, not canceled. (laughs) I went from zero to sprinting out the door to try to get to the office. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't hang on Sundays. Why do people drink on Sundays? Everybody well, we were drinks. given a false bill of goods. People were like, it's going to snow six inches. Like the whole city's going to be shut down. And then there, it literally didn't, it didn't accumulate. There I were like a couple happens once a year. Do you, I remember that happening. Cause I also remember it like being fun to go try to like, 
go out and like meet people and drink with people. Like it was like a, then became like a fun night or like wondering yeah. where the person you're like you've gone on a couple dates with was going. Or I was or, hoping because we haven't had like it hasn't snowed here this winter. Like I want like a city snow day before the winter's over. We've had a couple lame slushy days, but I like I'm like I want to go like do snowballs in the streets and stuff like I like one city snow until it gets so gross but we do, haven't had do it do snowballs I love it it sounds like you're from California <laughs> I want to do snowballs <laughs> how do you do a snowball um <laughs> well you know dating in the winter is rough I mean I don't think that's our theme but I'm just also thinking of like the polar vortex year and I remember I was like going on a bunch of dates that year and it was really rough like like, to all the people in the Midwest who went on dates when it was like negative forty degrees out. They, yes, they have left their apartment, but like, damn. I yeah, know. like no fear. Wait, we need our listeners to write in from the Midwest because, like, wh- like just I remember the hat being really a particular problem for me that polar ver- vortex year, like hood slash hat slash like hair. Totally. Just- then your hair is fucked up, or like those <laughs> the puffy coats that you put on and you just look like such an oopaloopa. Like no matter what. It, no matter what, it, it's just the least like sexy item of clothing ever. Or like our Canadian listeners, we have a bunch of listeners in Canada. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> talk about cold. Like, geez. yeah, jeez, yeah. I mean, dating geez. in the winter. Dating in the winter. Am I right? I just know that like my legs are both hairy and a little bit crusty. <laughs> so <laughs> if I think was dating at all, I definitely wouldn't be showing them to anyone. My face God forbid, has been. I just shave them. But my face has been crusty. That. Like, that sounds so gross, but I got back from skiing, and my face, like, I got home from going into my internship for a, a fancy little meeting, and I was like, I'll take notes. I want to be in this meeting. And I got home, and day 13 was like, what's like, what's going on in your chin? And it was just, like, all flaking off. Like, I'm a, I'm a dinosaur. <laughs> I know it's gross. Well, sorry, guys. I'm sorry. No, it's – I was talking about my legs. Are you kidding? If you – like, I, I wish I could show you guys my legs right now. They're really a lot. Kenny, it's, do you, you know. enjoy being on this podcast where we talk about our flaky, flaky skins? I mean, it's just opening up, like opening up my mind to say the least. I like, yeah. really know this, and so like to have the opportunity to do it on the podcast in front of all of the listeners, it's even better. I mean, for sure, <laughs> this is this is what they came for, right, right, guys? You're here. We're doing this. We've been talking about it for like five minutes. Yeah, we're, we're so fun. We promise this is a dating podcast. If you're new, thanks for bearing with us. You can start at the beginning. Um, Liz and I have been doing this for like a year and a half. Seventy-seven episodes. Yeah. So and seventy-seven weeks. <laughs> we talk about dating. We talk about not dating. I went on thirty-two dates. Um, it's all been spoiled now. But I think like I feel like I was like more interesting to listen to then because I was always so like emotionally stressed, like sad if it went bad. I don't know. But Kenny's the one who gets to be emotionally stressed now. <laughs> no. New dating could be like. Such a roller coaster. Sometimes, Everyone. Like, sometimes I'm just like, "Fuck this! I'm not even gonna look at my phone. Like I'm disconnecting. I'm deleting all the people that I matched with. I'm just like, ugh, I'm out." Wait, what's that move of deleting all the people that you matched with? Tell us about that. Uh, just like fewer things to like suck you back into a dating app and make you think about dating, right? So like, if you have like outstanding conversations that are just sitting there, it's just like let's clear like the not a Rolodex, but like, let's clear the list and just feel like we can reset and just be like, take a deep breath. I'm going back in clean. Like I have this new approach. I, I just feel like get sucked into that and just like look at old things. You were tele- texting people on dating apps and like look at all the people who didn't text you or whatever. And so yeah. like doing a little cleanse never hurts. 
You're a numbers guy. I feel like numbers, like, while numbers are, like, it's a numbers game dating, like, numbers on dating apps are rough. If you were ever to look at how many, like, if I were to go back and see how many people never replied to me or, like, never spoke to, like, swiped me, it would be very dark. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, just, like, eliminating those numbers feels good. And then it's just, like, I go in, maybe I'll update my profile, maybe I'll just do a little full reset, and then it's, like, I'm ready to go again. Yeah. Or have you gone on a date with a listener yet? Shout out to our listeners hitting up my brother. <laughs> I, ha- I have not yet, but I mean, I feel like that's going to happen. Good. Liza, have you I've been privy to the idea. I don't think it's weird. As long as you're not weird, then I generally think I'm not weird. And that's a very biased opinion. But like, <laughs> I feel like we can make something happen. Like, it's just, it's as easy as grabbing a drink. So yeah, if you want to ask me out on a date, people have slid into my Instagram DMs. I've never like came across anybody in any other format who has recognized the pod and me in combination. I think it'd be hilarious if I was like on one of these apps and like somebody like was like, I'd listen to the podcast and I'd be like, Oh my God, I'm deleting you from this app. I'm ignoring the conversation. (laughs) But like, you're just like giving everyone instructions on how to date you. If they're listening, you're like, don't match uh me on an app. DM me on Instagram. Like these are my guys. (laughs) You're not going to need the apps at all soon. Am I, am I subconsciously plugging myself? Yeah. Uh-oh. Yes. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. I think it's fun. I Wait, mean, who cares? no one's like ever our... slid into my DMs in my whole life. Maybe, maybe one person who I already knew, like, and I had a story up, you know, like, yeah. no one's ever like, Kenny, that's like, that means you're an influencer. No, 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 no. You take that back. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, we like to fake influence when we, whenever we have an ad read, we're like, oh yeah, we got product. You know. Kenny, if you ever go on The Bachelor, your <sighs> lower third is going to say content creator. Mm-hmm. I think I'm like <laughs> at least four inches too short to go on The Bachelor. I don't know. <laughs> no, dude. No one has any idea how, how tall anyone is on that show. That's Maybe. true. Tom Cruise always came off as tall, and he's a, a little boy like me. So <laughs> I think he's shrimpy. I think he's way smaller than you, Kenny. Yeah, well, I think so. Everybody on TV looks the same height. Like, all the tall celebrities get told by people that they look way taller in real life. All the short celebrities get told by people they look taller in real life because TV tends to frame everyone the same. It's a, it's a mind-eye trick. Yeah. Or they All sometimes right, make you stand on. Yeah. <laughs> All those Bachelor. <laughs> I mean, I also just would very much like a job as, as a producer or associate producer, if you're listening, Bachelor EP. Liza, have you been watching? Kenny, have you been watching? I know the answer to the latter. Uh, every single episode, like as soon as it's on... And then I'll watch it again on DVR the next day to make sure I'm, like, really caught up in the story. <laughs> Liza, have you been watching? Kenny's lying. I, okay, here's what I did. And Kimmy knows I have a long and storied history with The Bachelor, so I'll try to keep it short. I got really into it for, like, four years. Then I was like, I got to quit this cold turkey. It's really consuming my life. Mm-hmm. This season, I was like, I can't. I can't watch it. Like, I do this dance every season, and I was like, I can't watch it. Then the other night, I couldn't sleep, and I was like, caught up on all my other shows and I was cruising around Hulu and I was like you know what fine I'm gonna watch it so I turned it on and I I was having like a weird insomnia night so I watched the first like two episodes and then I kind of dozed through like three episodes like I kept waking up like falling asleep like all of these different things and I then I got to like the current episode in the middle or whatever an episode ago like I'm in the middle of the night so I'm semi caught up on it it is a lot of 23-year-old beauty pageant right. people this season. I, I was asking you because you said the content creator thing. So that girl's just like an influence. Yeah. It, like, yeah. that makes me mad as a one-time content creator. Like, Liza, yeah. you are a content creator. It's very, it's very, the whole thing is 
confusing because I'm just like, I feel like the bachelor, like the bachelorette used to be like, I feel like there used to be like women and not kind of like children. I don't know. I was just going to ask, like, do you respect is a very strong word because like all human beings, but like, would you want to be any of those people on the show? So I feel like they just like are such a typecast person and like such a stereotype and every like capacity, whether it be like, You've got your athletic dude, or you've got like this. Everybody just fits this mold, and I'm like, at the end of the day, like that. I mean, sure, I'll take the money. I'll be on TV, but like, oh, they don't get paid. They don't get paid, right, Liza? They don't get paid till the end. I don't think. I think they might get paid like minimum wage or something. Like for like, right? They might get paid (laughs) something because of like um, labor union shit. Yes, that's don't fair. quote me on this. They're talent. But it's yeah. like it's minimal. It's like it's not they're not paid a lot, but it's like the money they make on Instagram after. Right. Basically. Which I think is like so here I even have a weirder experience with the bachelor this year because I've I was later than Liza to the game, but then it is like a fascinating like who are these people? Like it, I don't know. It's really fascinating to watch. But this year I've been not watching. So basically this will come out next week, which will be after maybe the or you know, it'll be the final wrap-up, so we don't know what happens. Yes. But we're recording this right after an episode I did not watch, but listen to my favorite podcast that doesn't need advertising, Bachelor Party on The Ringer. I just love the way she talks about The Bachelor. Like, I literally like watching it, listening to it, even if I haven't watched it. And it was the big fence jump. So the, 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 the lead guy does this big fence jump that they've teased forever. But apparently, and I won't spoil anything, but you guys have all probably watched it, it was like a very emotional. It didn't follow the formula. This last night's episode hmm. at all. Like, it's unclear who he is going. What's going to happen? Because he like, well, he was basically my- like, "I love you and none of the other women," which is something you cannot say on the time. And he's a virgin, so like, and that was the episode where he's supposed to sleep with everyone, which is such a weird conceit for anything ever. Like, yeah, it's so weird. I don't know. I, I just- was also like. I, hometown, so he eliminated my pick to win the whole thing, Kaylin. So I was like, well, I don't know what's going to happen now. That was a good pick. Okay, Kenny is yeah. very bored. <laughs> well, I'm just so confused. Wait, because I have no idea what's going on in this episode. This I, not an issue that he's a virgin. There's a night where he just is supposed to sleep with everyone. Oh, did it's you hear the, that like, thunder? Sorry. Second to last episode, Kenny, of every season, they do this thing called fantasy suites. And they give the Bachelor or Bachelorette a fantasy suite with their remaining three people for the night. And they can do whatever they want. But, like, it's for fucking. And so they but go in. they are actually fucking. Like, that's. Like, two out of basically, they always do. Like, usually, every, like, the, the Bachelor or Bachelorette has sex with every, like, three people. In like three days, which fucking rock on. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I mean I guess good for them, but like that's wild. This guy's never sucks. had sex before ever, and he's gonna have <laughs> he sex with all doesn't. these people. Or maybe, yeah. I need to watch now. So that's basically, wild. Eliza, I'm spoiling it, but he like tr- like I guess I'm spoiling it for everyone, but whatever. Basically, no, it's already out. He hasn't had he hasn't had the sex yet. Like the first okay. one, he went on the first of the three, who's like I think the coolest. Um, Tasha, he didn't, they didn't sleep together. I haven't even seen it, so I don't know. <laughs> I was just like, I want to know what happened. Um, it's thundering here too, which is wild. I feel like I haven't heard that much thunder in LA yet, but hey, first time for everything. Um, and then he, the second one, he was like, I only want you, and she was like, nah, I'm good. And there was some weird, her dad came to Portugal, like all of this weird family, like her, she's very Christian. Like this girl was, I thought, kind of like, you know, Cassie? It was Cassie. Yeah. Yeah, okay. so pretty and, like, didn't always wear makeup, which I appreciated, yeah. some of them, who didn't always wear makeup. 
Anyway, it's all quite dumb, but it sounded like now I want to watch that episode because I'm like, weird. It sounds like he just like was like, fuck this show. They're flying her dad to Portugal to like fuck with me. Like, I like this girl and only this girl. Like, they didn't even show the third fantasy suite. Anyway. Damn. All right. Guys, should this Guys. just slowly become a Bachelor podcast that Kenny as an outsider has to stop start watching the bachelor <laughs> after so many sorry. years of not watching the bachelor and just be kind of like introduced to female culture <laughs> well i'll get this great like third party opinion from people who haven't seen the episode but have listened exactly it's so like i'll have you like so far adjacent that i'll just have this whole other storyline in my mind and it'll just be like my own little thing so maybe- it's like the- it's like that video series. Have you ever seen those videos where they make people who have never watched Game of Thrones just watch a random episode of Game of Thrones and try to explain what happens? No, but that's amazing because it's I've really watched funny. them all. And I, if you ask me what happened that last week on Sunday, I'm like, I don't know. I probably like, had two so and so died. Wine. Everyone died. Yeah. yeah, everyone died. I don't know anyone's name, but I know that was really riveting. For sure. Okay, I'm sorry. Speaking of riveting, Kenny won. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> No, that, that question, like, what's your serial killer tell, yes. is mine, is I watched every single episode of the last Game of Thrones season, except for the last one. And now that I've spoiled it for myself, I, like, just haven't watched it. So that's how, okay. So I watched the entire, <laughs> just like I watched every single episode of Breaking Bad, except for the last season, and I was like, I don't care. Okay, yeah, like, that, that's your like, tell. <laughs> to I've done that with sitcoms before. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Well, I, mean, I guess it depends on like how many episodes. Like I feel like, yeah, burnout watching like The West Wing. Get it? There's like a million episodes. When in like Breaking Bad's the hottest show on TV, and there's five seasons. Maybe there's four. I think I watched yeah. four, and then there's five, and I just like stop before the end. Like that's a little bit strange, and I recognize that's a weird look. Yeah, I do it when I'm sad that something's ending. Like I've never watched the last episode of Parks and Rec. Maybe that's why I didn't watch the last episode of Game of Thrones because I was just like, oh, I have to wait for two years and like. Yeah, I, I didn't even like the last season of Game of Thrones as much as prior. It's fucking overwrought. And um, now we're going to stay up until midnight watching movies on Sundays because we weren't getting enough sleep anyway. So let's add full Game of Thrones features. Yeah, that starts really <laughs> soon, actually. We're about to, yeah, very soon. you know, be back in that life, which I don't know if I'll be in that life. The trailer dropped today. Um. Anyway, okay, anyway guys. Anyway. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny went, on, went on two dates. Dates eight and nine. Woo! Kenny, at ten, we're doing a recap. Just saying. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't know if I remember everything that happened on all dates, but, like, hopefully you guys can help me with that. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Um, yeah. Do you want to give us an... It's been a while since we from you. Do you want to give us an overview of your, you know, how your life has changed in the last, like, three weeks? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I've, it's the first time I've been on the podcast. I've been 27. So, like, I've got <gasps> this great new aged outlook on life and dating so like this is a whole new year whole new dating like combined 2019 with an early year birthday and like whole new me oh my god wait when's your birthday (laughs) february something can't tell the pod too too specific (laughs) how much is blurted out oh my god well happy birthday i missed it i didn't know what was happening wait kenny are you mad if people know who you are no i don't care okay you sent me that email from a listener who thought they had like blown up my spot and i'm like uh first of all this podcast is led by someone named kimmy foskett i'm her (laughs) brother any it like do a Google, do a 30 minute Google, 30 second Google. You'll find everything you need about me and including some stuff that I probably like from like <laughs> when I got drinking tickets in college. So like, it's all out there. Yeah. Lay yeah. it out there. It's all good. I don't care. Nobody's listening to our podcast for hours upon hours to find those things out. 
You know, I said 30 minutes. I meant like you can take like a five second Google and there I am. So like I don't care. No. Um, okay. But yes, Kenny, that's true. You are a new age. I don't know. Weirdly, Liza, wasn't your age 27 that you felt like was a, changed, a changing year for you? That was my year that I, when I was like a kid, 27 was the year that I thought that I should get married and yeah. be very settled and figured out. That was like yeah, my... Perception. I have um, an older brother who is maybe, I think he's 16 years older than me. And he got married when he was 27. Mm. And so I think just growing up, I was like, well, that's when my brother got married. Shout out, Scott. He he likes the pod. Scott <laughs> should be on but the pod. I know, he should. He's he's very cool. Kimmy's hung out with him many times. Um, so I was like, well, that's when you're an adult. That's when you get married. And then when I was like 26 and a half, I was, even though I was like very happy in my relationship, whatever, I was just like, like, I'm a, I'm a baby. (laughs) I don't don't think anything's changed. Being 27 for me is the same thing as being 26. Like I said, I think I'm more excited to be like young thirties than I am. late. 32. I think it was (laughs) 32 is specifically the year that I know that I will peak. I'm predicting it now, calling it out. Listeners, listeners of the pod, check back in with me in five years. And I'll let you know if that transpired. But yeah, for That's me, when you're going to be what? I'm going to peak at 32, just Great. like socially, physically, all things. I'm just going to be the best me. Hopefully, <laughs> mentally too. Just like have a big, healthy brain in there. You know, just feel good, look good. 32. Look good. I, look good in your good. 30s. It's got the second I turned 30, that was the big change I noticed. How hard it was to look good. One day, you just immediately turn 30. I and all the grays <laughs> come in. All the wrinkles come in. All the cellulites come in. I started flossing and wearing sunscreen on my face every day, and it is too late. <laughs> Do it now if you're younger than th- I was just like, fuck, I really got to get the shit together. It's way too late. <laughs> um, all right. So how do you feel like being that age has affected your your vibe on the apps? Uh, no, but I, I feel like it's weird. I feel like sometimes I get a slightly younger demo on dating apps. And so I've cranked up my age to 25, and I think it was originally at 23 at the low end. So I'm just, like, moving up market a little bit in terms of the age group. Yeah, but not to go back to The Bachelor, like, he, two of his top three are 23, which is too young. He's only, like, 26. So he's probably your age, Kenny. But, like, that's too young to, like, get engaged at the end of a television show. Or to, like, you know. Or, like, to have, like, sometimes it's too young to have, like, meaningful conversations that, like, don't delve back into college. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, like, I don't know. There's just a little bit of like a subject gap there. That because like I don't know. I <laughs> we can talk about it. One of the girls that I recently went on a date with, like, grew up in Winston Salem, and like, as part of like the original interchange on the dating app, realized that I went to Wake Forest, which is in Winston Salem, mm-hmm. and like asked me like, "Oh, where do you used to hang out?" Like, tell me all this stuff, and I was like, first of all, this is intimidating as fuck. You live there. I was there eight years ago for four years of blur because it was college. And I was like Googling and like trying to be like, I went to this place, this place, this place. But like, I completely forgot. (laughs) And so like, just like imagine that, but just like now it's a different college or a different town that you were never a part of and like can't relate to. Like makes it a little bit weird. So I'm like happy to stay at 25. I think it's going to be my low end for now. Yeah. I mean, I feel like every year in your 20s, is like more growth than mm-hmm. maybe even like every five years after that. Like it just the difference between a twenty three year old and a twenty five year old and a twenty nine year old mm-hmm. are so big. Like 
Just like I an 11 year old was... and a 19 year old. Like it's just, it continue, it's like exponential. Yeah. Totally. I remember when I was 22, I was dating someone who was 26. And I was like, I felt that age gap so acutely. And now I look back at that and I'm like, he was 26. Like he, I was a baby, but like he was a baby. It's just, you know, it just yes. it felt so different. I actually remember when like 27 felt very old to me because I was like young in New York and like dated someone who was 27 and was like, oh God, he's so yeah. old. That's, oh, am I being weird? Like, like, no, it's not weird. Also, no shade to like younger ages, but the age gap thing is so pronounced. It's hard in your 20s. In your 20s. Yeah, I mean, I've talked, I think I've been on, I've been on dates and talked about people that I've been on dates with on this podcast who are several years younger than me. I don't think it's like a, it's not a black or white thing for me. It's just like let's just see what's in that other little age group because I feel like a lot of people on dating apps are a little bit on the younger side. So like you have just like a different demo as you like move up the age group a little bit. So we'll mm-hmm. see. I don't know. Just a new little endeavor. Just twenty seven. Good year. Just Good year. 20. I don't know what happened when I was twenty seven. <laughs> Well, okay, Kenny, so, so let's do – so we're talking about two dates. So let's start with the first one that you went on in terms of those two dates or the – whatever. Well, I just started talking about one. So why don't we just go with the girl yeah. who's from – Yeah. Um, yeah, it was cool. We met on Hinge because I'm really original and I've never said that on this podcast before. Um, and that – I kind of already gave you the rundown of, like, the preliminary dialogue, but just, like, had a connection around, like, Winston-Salem and like Wake and like she's always curious about the people who went to Wake but didn't grow up there because she grew up there and didn't want to go there because like it was so local for her it'd be like going to college in your hometown like get out go do something different there she went far and she went to UNC Chapel Hill but like all good great school great school school. um but yeah that was like a it was a very like standard intro standard dialogue um and then we just went and grabbed some drinks. We originally planned to go to one bar. And this is like the worst thing. This is always what gives me so anxiety. There's this bar called Stay Gold in like Kipps Bay in between. It's like just east of Gramercy. I think it's like high teens and like so maybe or low 20s. I forget exactly. Mm-hmm. I'd have to look it up. But I like it was like a little bit on the earlier side. She got out of work earlier than I did. So I headed back from work a little early. I walk into this bar. It is wall to wall and everybody's screaming and it's like clearly people there from happy hour and i was like this is my nightmare mm-hmm. because you can't sit anywhere you can't stand anywhere i'm like i have a stupid backpack because i just came from work and backpacks are really fucking cool <laughs> so i'm like just taking up way too much space and i'm just like this is just only gonna go poorly wait did you say I what bar it was i might have just missed it where what was it called yeah stay gold it's like a relatively new like cool cocktail bar but i think it's like too new and like i think a fatuation might have like written it up a little bit so it was like yeah. just i feel like even though i don't live in new york anymore i can tell by that name and like just the area that it probably blew up the spot if it's a cool bar in that area like that bar there that area was lacking i feel like for like cool cocktail bars there were like no other ones and like so is that or you go like further in and like everything was like slightly too far apart where by like that exponentially impacted my like stress level when I walked in and realized, Oh shit, this isn't going to (laughs) work. Yeah. It's very, it's funny because yeah, it's very like, um, Oh my God. Uh, the freehand hotel opened really close to there and they have like a couple Mm -hmm. really cool bars and a roof bar and it got annoying. I think really fast. (laughs) Oh my God. Liza, that's where you watched me on a date. 
Liza yeah. watched me on a date. I went and sat for at the bar daily alone. Article. It was really fucked up and really fun. I had like two cocktails too. Like I went to the wrong bar first because there's two bars inside and I went to the wrong one or whatever. So I had to like chug my first fancy cocktail and then I went to the second bar and had another fancy <laughs> cocktail and I hadn't, it was like five, but I just hadn't eaten a lot and whatever. And so I had a little like, whoo, I was, so it was like, I was at the bar, like tipsy. I had a great time with myself. I will repost you. that article. I mean, you can probably just Google it, but I'll repost it somewhere. A secret Facebook group or our Patreon. Um, but that was so funny. That was so lol. Oh my god, it was so fun. I was like, I was having the best little date with myself watching Kimmy on a date. It's really fun. If you ever um, watched your friend on a date, tell us because again, she wasn't being mean about my date, just literally about like watching me and no, yeah, was, I couldn't hear it because I was on the other side of the room and he was extremely cute. There was like nothing to be mean about. Yeah, it. I, was I was just so nice. like observing. Mostly, I was like watching Kimmy because I was like, obviously, I didn't know this guy and I just wanted to see Kimmy's like body language and like vibe and like it was really fun it was like I it was really really fun and also like I felt incredibly creepy but like the little buzz helped me not feel creepy I was just like yeah your commentary on that which is in that article is so fucking funny my editor was probably well she was like this is amazing and she was probably in her head like I should hire her instead of Kim. <laughs> I was just like, like a spy it was very fun I'm um, like waiting to look up for one of my dates and like see you and Kimmy with the full mic thing and like the headphones <laughs> on like sports casting like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like, what we'll do the are like weirdly uh, lit like weirdly dressed up and like matching outfits just like a new wait story. i think when kimmy's in new york i like how we just keep coming up with ideas for live shows and then not doing them but when kimmy's in new york i think what we should do is put is have kenny go on a date with a, a listener live on stage yeah i think we should and kimmy and i will sit that sounds like my literal worst thing <laughs> <laughs> fair, no fair. I, I don't know i mean it's like Role play that scenario for me real quick because what are we talking about? What are we doing? We're in front of a crowd. Like, yeah, there is you guys no just have a normal date, but there is a date. <laughs> that sounds so normal to me. You you talk on stage in front of a group of people, and then me and your sister narrate it. <laughs> What's weird? <laughs> the play by play. I like us being commentators, though. Like, yeah, that dating show needs to exist. We'll make it. We'll make it, guys. We'll make it. Just us with the um the football headsets yeah. with the mics and yeah. we've got caps on and stuff yeah specifically like the nfl yes um okay so okay, you sorry. do you leave this bar oh yeah she immediately walked in it was like it's a little bit crowd do you want to go so a little bit loud do you want to go somewhere else and so i was like this is we're doing it so like yeah. it was a great start um fortunately there's a place like a couple blocks down the street like we're inching downtown Towards the L, it's called Ampersand. I also don't remember exactly what crossroad it was, but it's like another cool like cocktail bar, similar vibe, similar atmosphere. Also a little bit loud, but like we're running out of options here. Yeah. So yeah. like pick your poison. Um, so we ended up landing there, and it ended up like getting a seat at the bar. So like alleviated that certain like yep. stress inducing component of like the date so Ugh, um, so then are you doing the like w- awkward walk and talk where you're like so yeah. like how many siblings do you have uh yeah it was like definitely all of the awkward walk and talk subjects and like so i was probably walking a, a little fast <laughs> <laughs> also foskets already walk way too fast like we walk fast Liza, yeah, you walk I'm, fast I'm, though too I'm, I'm walking fast like I'm, I'm getting to this place i like if this place is also like super crowded and we can't sit down, like I think I'm almost like I don't know what to do. Like I'm lost. Like we need to start running, running down there. <laughs> the next then bar. You just like, bring her to the bar on your corner. Um, yeah, no, for sure. Good night, Sunny. Good night, Sunny. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I'm there's being totally options. 
Well, I'm just thinking also from L.A. perspective, this would not be possible in L.A., depending on your neighborhood, to just walk to another bar. I think I've just had, like, a little bit of frustration with my neighborhood in L.A. because it's not a walk-to-bar neighborhood. So I'm just thinking about people who are not in cities at all and how that would work out if it was super crowded. Mm. Like, that's... that's I always, like, part of my decision criteria, if I'm going somewhere where I haven't been before, is to always pick something that's close enough to something else, whether it even be, like, a really short Mm. Uber ride. Because I think just, like, having that backup option, like, at the end of the day, like, I knew at least one other thing to go try. So I thought that was, like, very comforting. And, like, even if something, like, even if the place wasn't super crowded, but it ended up, like, being just, like, a shitty bar and, like, it was overhyped and, like, the reviews didn't really do it justice or whatever, like, you have another idea. And you can be like, oh, I thought this was cool. Let me take it to someplace that I actually, like, am used to or, like, I actually know is cool or whatever. So I like having that. I think it's a good strategy. No, I think that's a re- that's like a, we need to add that to like the list of things that we maybe didn't uncover, but like have talked about in the pod that are really useful, like tangible tips. Yeah, yeah, like a good second option in case you get somewhere and it's overwhelming. And you can kind of show well that you're like prepared for this date because whenever I do it, I'm like, there's two places. I say we go to this one if it's crowded. There's this other cool place like around the corner. So like at least like shows that you've given it like a little bit more thought than just like randomly picking a bar and be like, go meet me here. Yeah, yeah I feel like well. that's impressive. Sorry. Yeah. If it goes well and you want to go to a second bar, that's also helpful to have in the back of your mind. Laying down. Yeah, very Wrong. smart. Okay, so you get to the second bar. You sit down. You get a seat at the bar. Yeah, it was good. I, I vibes? Mean, we had like... <laughs> It was fine. I mean, we just didn't, like, have a ton in common. This was, like, one of the first times where, like, we just, like, were stretching on on conversations. Like, once we hit, um, like, the Wake stuff and, like, the Winston-Salem stuff, like, that was great. And then, like, that rolled into school conversation, which was good. But then it's, like, after that, it was, like, a little slow and, like, sometimes a little bit forced. It was, I could say, the first time that I was – the closest to having to mention my interest in podcasts before (laughs) because she had mentioned that she was like launching like or like thinking about starting a podcast about like being essentially like a podcast book club where like adults revisit like childhood favorites and like talk about them at sarah winter sarah and i wanted to do um modern ladies book club it was like like where you go back and read the books you should have or you want to reread from high school or should have read in high school you didn't I thought that would be a great podcast. Clearly, I'm yeah, People reading books and watching movies and talking about them is clearly a successful genre. Yeah. But, like, I was like, oh, podcasts. Yeah. Didn't say anything. Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> that was always um, tough for me when people – when because podcasts come up a lot now. And then you're like, yeah, um, I like them. You just, like, conversation was already slow enough – or, like, not slow enough, but, like, I feel like I was on the all kind of like on the edge of like being disinterested just because it was like hard to connect. I feel like if I had made mention of the podcast, it would have been a bad date. Yeah. <laughs> Where otherwise it was just kind of another date. It would have been like I feel like it would have pushed it over the edge and just made it super uncomfortable. Yeah. So I'm glad I was able to avoid that. But it was like relatively non-eventful. I mean, and you weren't attracted to her. I know it's weird because we're siblings, but you were just like, eh. Yeah, it was more of an eh. It yeah. was like could it, it? It was like a could be thing if it was like the right personality yeah. to go with it. Like at the end of the day, it just kind of wasn't what I was like looking for, I guess. So we like proceeded to like have a couple of drinks and then 
walked to the, the train and we went separate ways so it was like a relatively casual kind of one and done I haven't really interacted since so have you did you like text her that night like did you just do your standard like that night text or yeah, i think she was going back to like the upper west side so i said let me know when you make it back oh i guess the other, <laughs> the other funny thing that come out of this meeting was that uh, meeting my... meeting you called it a meeting <laughs> yeah oh uh, we're on zoom i'm getting <laughs> no i just think it's like a slip you know because you Probably. were seeing it more like a me- networking my music taste, though, has now been described as lesbian dad music, and I've fully subscribed to that. <laughs> That's my new favorite That's thing. That's what you so, said? Yeah. <laughs> Jean's like, I don't even know if that, that doesn't really make sense, what but it was like it? the yeah, combination of like all of my favorite artists being lesbians and then like throwing in a Boney Bear dad song in the mix. It was like, combine the words and you've got lesbian dad music, so... I'm just kind of leaning into that lifestyle, so... <laughs> I think there's a lot <laughs> of really people. good lesbian artists right now yeah. hell yeah i mean my my whole spotify wrapped was like courtney barnett julian baker phoebe bridgers it was just like all super talented strong female forward artists so it's good to see 2019 2019 baby i'm doing the hang 10 emoji hands which i've been doing way too much i forget yeah, that people I'm can't see shaking me. my head profusely i'm yeah. overusing it in emojis and in life the hang 10 thumb and I, I like it in emojis that's funny you do use it and probably like we haven't even texted that much that you would have used it to me but i've seen it and i like it and i support it. i do it a lot i also do it a lot when i'm like when I, like to be droll like when i'm over something like i use it instead of an eye roll i'll be like yeah, so yeah. i have to do this tonight so that's cool hang 10 yeah yeah <laughs> i appreciate it i've been overusing it um <laughs> all right so okay do you, I feel like maybe it would be good to talk about date number nine yeah. and then, okay, let's, can we take a quick ad break real quick first? I'm trying to remember to make space for them. Ad break, here it is. And now we're back, post ad break. <laughs> <laughs> we got our water. We got our we wine. Our shit. Water, um, wine, and what's the other thing? Isn't that biblical? I don't know. <laughs> Fishes? <laughs> Something like that, right? Anyway, Kenny, date nine. Date number nine. So it wasn't uh, just a drink state. We, well, mm. no, it wasn't just an alcoholic drink state. This was the first time I had to mentally prepare to go on a coffee date. And I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but coffee makes me poo. And I was <laughs> so nervous <laughs> to go on this date because it was... Let's set the stage. So it was um, mud coffee, which is super good and so actually nice. very strong. And so, like, for me to prepare to go to on that date was, like, mentally exhausting. And it's the cool mud, right? That So for our listeners not in New York, is it the one that has, like, you can order drinks at or food at? That's a yeah, really exactly. good it's in-between like a full-on bar up the front, and then it's, like, this cool, like, almost feels like our outside but inside back area. And like you can eat and you can you can snack, you can have coffee, you can have beer, you can have drinks, you can do it all. So I it's actually a working cool there. It's a good combo. But okay, back to the poop anxiety. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, what else is there to say? I mean, I was just like, imagine like drinking a full hard like not hard, strong, like cold brew coffee in front of somebody and like it's just a lot to ask for. So I I definitely pooped before I went on the date. <laughs> and if I didn't have to poop, I definitely that on the toilet again just to make sure that like I was good to go and then for all the listeners who didn't subscribe to the potty podcast I was driving up to Sugarbush which is a five hour ride from from White Plains which is where I work I listened to three different podcasts 
three different episodes of three different podcasts and they all involved poop. So for this <laughs> this podcast, not to have a little poop joke in here, and it just wouldn't be a podcast. I mean, we're gonna no, we're gonna sorry. start now, no. or we're gonna <laughs> start yeah. now. I'm fucking poop positive, man. I want to talk about poop with everyone I know. I think it's. I'm trying to fucking normalize it. I, I have been for a while. People aren't getting on board so much, but this is the thing that I never understand about um, like hashtag men is like if you had to poop at the coffee shop, why wouldn't you just go poop? Is it because it takes you like 25 minutes to poop? Uh, no, maybe okay. I don't know. I just think it's like it's an ordeal and then like people immediately know that if you're a guy and you're gone for like a little bit longer you're pooping yeah, yeah. i guess that's true also liza you are i can't go anywhere in public i mean I can't it's go true. at work like i i okay here's my thing i'm a really fast pooper it takes me the same amount of time to poop as it does to pee so i my anxiety is like mostly it's like different and you like don't I'm, have stinky ones. Sorry, but like we've no. shared so many hotel rooms together. We have traveled together. I will be like, you know what? I have to just deal with this on my own. Liza yeah. can go and it doesn't affect everyone else's day staying in the room with her. You know, like, It's fine. My farts are smelly. My poops are not. This is my personal brand and I'm sticking to it. It's amazing. That's, that's, that's an amazing true. brand. I know, but my farts are really smelly. Like Jeff recently was like, do you want to go to a doctor? I was like, Nope. <laughs> God, I hope that everyone was on board for bachelor talk and potty talk. Well, I'm just putting this, I'm putting this in the future episode notes right now. <laughs> poop positivity. Poop positivity. I think that's important. Well, you also just don't want to poop on a first date, no matter how you it. are pooping. Like Liza, I don't think you would poop on a first no, date. No, you know what? You're <laughs> completely right. <laughs> I'm just gonna call that out. You're completely right. It would be it would be a whole thing, and I would probably get so anxious about it that I would come back and be like, "I pooped," because also that's my way of telling if I can date a guy. If, I think like we, if he we can't, put you and Jeff on a first date, even though it's obviously on a first date in front of an audience. That's what I think we need. Like that would be that how, would be fun. I feel like do that. I mean, I feel like people would have to be like submit questions for us to ask each other that yeah, are not how true. many siblings you know what I mean because I'm just bad like I'm, I, I but just like I just like to remind to remind you zero percent it was not a bad idea at all there's no bad ideas in brainstorming um, <laughs> 30 rock um, one of my most oft re- requoted 30 rock lines um no fuck that's not the line it's no judgment in brainstorming all right, doesn't matter. I've been rewatching okay. it. It was oh, just time. I had gone through it and I was like, I'm on Hulu rewatching. So fucking good. Yeah. So funny. Um, okay, so you're on this date at Mud and a girl you met on, I don't know, <laughs> it's called Hinge. Mud. <laughs> I know, what? I was just like, I was it's at Mud, mud. and you're making these poop I jokes. I said Mud. I know, I know. but. Oh, 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 I thought. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> sorry. I'm five. I'm right. truly five. I'm sorry. Nope, with you now. <laughs> Um, for a second, I was like, "Did I say blood?" No. I was had a we. I went to a also, weird dark place. I would place. never correct you. Sorry, no. I just I just had to giggle. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, okay, so you met this girl on Hinge. I'm assuming. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it was just like very short back and forth. I honestly, <laughs> I don't. Since I've cleansed my Hinge, don't have it, and I don't exactly remember what the back and forth was. But it was very like, I have dinner plans this Saturday. Like, do you want to just grab a quick like half the hour type drink? So I was like. Easiest way to do that, go to a cool place in East Village. Like, that's because she was going downtown towards, like, the LES area. And so, like, I was like, yeah, there's this cool place. We can get coffee. You can get a drink. You can get whatever you want. So I suggested mud. 
And it was like very convenient too because she had this list of places. Ooh, hot tip. Start saving things in your Google Maps that I you know. like want to go visit because it marks them with a green flag and then you can check them off. So it's just like this running checklist of like places you want to go and have it gone. And like, I think this was on her list or if it wasn't, I was like, add this to your list because it was just made it super easy. Cause I was like, I want to go to these places. A lot of them were in the area. So it's like that one didn't work out. Like, again, we had like another place we could go, but it's like, that is a genius strategy. And I don't know why I haven't been doing it. I know. Same. And I've been taught it and I'm still not doing it. And it reminds me of the Sifty 50. If anyone remembers this last night, I went to, I'm going to just shout it out, Sushi Fumi in West Hollywood. It's the best meal I've had in LA, but it's like just low. It's like really good sushi in like a regular looking sushi restaurant. It's so good. I've been a couple times, but I just like last night reconfirmed my favorite meal in LA. I've been to fancier places, but I was looking for that old New York Times app. No, like only a couple. Jesus, sorry. But I've been, I've been looking. It's really affordable too. If you get the specials. Anyway. I wanted an app that would help me check things off. Do you know what I mean? I was literally looking for that last night. And so I'm going to do the Google Map thing. Because there used to be a thing that the New York Times had called the Sifty 50. And you would check off restaurants as you went to them. And it's gone. I've been using the Infatuations app. They have this thing called the Hit List. And you can put, you can when check you read them. about things, you can put them on your Hit List. I think you just re- like remove them. Like I think yeah. you can swipe to remove them. I don't know, though. It's not as satisfying as being like, I went to yeah, all these places. Yeah, that's true. That's a very good point. Yeah, I'm an avid infatuation user. Actually, they should sponsor sponsor us. We'll see. Right? Their app is so good. Um, But I don't have their app. Last oh, night, I got called out for that, too. Their app is so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you just delete it, which is not as fun. But anyway. Anyway, Kenny, um, sorry. <laughs> I feel like we've had the most tangents this episode. I don't hate it. I'm not mad. But <laughs> it's me. It's my fault. It's because I it's had a long day. It's not your fault at all. I wanted wine. Been- I miss you guys both. Like I just want to I've chat. been doing I think we were all in a like yo this is going where it's going mood I like it I'm not I'm not mad oh, about hey, it no complaints <laughs> and they yes. have to talk about these dates so we hang get 10 full vibes hang 10 sign we're all, we're all hang 10. 10 oh god I really <laughs> want to <laughs> <laughs> do you want to just screenshot I can't screenshot and hang 10 at the same time my oh, hands yeah, aren't big enough is better Amazing. you all didn't hear that but <laughs> but did. we just took a while to get the hang 10 in. picture we left it in we were how about this you know what I'll do this now so we don't do it to the end we'll post it in our secret Facebook group <gasps> post it in the secret Facebook group and you'll see a picture of all three of us mostly Liza a little Kenny and a little me taking <laughs> a photo of us yeah, I'll um, work on that I'll work on that so okay so you're at the date what are the vibes uh Vibes are great. I love a good date that uh, has a tail end. Oh, and tail, oh then and the vibes. Tail wait, wait. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think we walked in. Like vibes were very good. Like I knew it was going to be casual. It was like three thirty in the afternoon. Like it just felt like a good, like short. Like let's grab some drinks. We'll hang out. And then like I think it's never like a bad thing to have a back end because even if like you guys have tons of fun and she goes to dinner, you can always be like, let me know what you're doing after dinner and like maybe we can get back. Oh yeah, together. you literally did that. So I've done that, yeah. I, I think it's kind of a good move because then also just like afternoon, light out, sun's out, kind of like alleviates the weird pressure of like having drinks at nine o'clock and then like having to go different ways at the end of the night. It's just like, it's very much so casual. So I very much appreciate like a good afternoon date. Um, <laughs> I know now I said like subconsciously, like l- let meetings slip last time. We spent the entire time. She just got into business school and I'm applying to business school next fall, like talking about business school. Where so is this going? was kind of... Haas. So she's going to Berkeley. Okay. 
Okay. Which is like fun where I was like going to apply. And so like from my perspective, it was like a very informational, like forward yeah. meeting. You should apply to Anderson because <laughs> you're not that crunchy. Yeah. That's where my college roommate is right now. She's not crunchy at all. No, she's not. You're right. And I run into her at ever, every entertainment yeah. company event. I always run into her. <laughs> yeah. She's so fun. Hi, Benton. Hi, Benton. So, Are you I don't think she's listening. But I'll tell her we shouted her out and then we should listen. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she um, does either because we didn't chat about that when we ran into her. I don't. Um, but, okay. So do you feel like it took on an air where it was too businessy to feel like a date? Or did it still feel like a date? Uh, I mean, we started... Ooh, tell me about this order. We started with alcoholic drink first and then had coffee. So, like, we loosened up, like, <laughs> with, like, a European and stuff. And then we had, like, a little coffee and, like, she could have a little, like, pick me up before she went out and, like, got dinner. And then, like, I also, like, could, like, poop on my way out. So, like, <laughs> it was, like, <laughs> it was, like, kind of a good way to do it. Cause I, so, I feel like still got, like, the buzz of having a drink first to make it feel a little bit more dating than just, like, if we had only had coffee and talked about business school, I was like, this is not a date. Yeah, you're this not working. Working event. <laughs> this is like we met on LinkedIn, not we met on <laughs> Someone sliding into my DMs on LinkedIn from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be calling you a trophy. Trophy yeah. worthy. We'd make a trophy if that happened. The guys oh don't God. slide into his DMs because I don't think we can afford a trophy. <laughs> don't. Kenny's um, already <laughs> given very explicit instructions on how to hit him up. So now we're adding to it. I'm going to just put these in the show notes, too. No, I'm just kidding. But I do, I do kind of feel like this is an interesting thing I have not considered before because I like having a second drink after I have a first drink as evidenced by the ad break. But like having a drink in the daytime, which I really like as a first date move, but then like switching to coffee or something, like still being able to have your day and not, I think that's a really good move, but kind of hard to do unless you're at. It needs to be the right place, yeah. Yeah, you can't get, like, a, a random, like, do you have drip coffee at, like, a very divey but fun bar? Because that would be gross. Yeah. You could go on a, I mean, one of my favorite feelings in the world is when you go out to a nice dinner and you have, like, a bunch of wine and then you get an espresso at the end. At the so you end. got that wine mellowness, but you're, like, awake. <laughs> and That's, like, like, peak those, humanity. Yep. Those are those amazing espresso machines. Like, it's so good. Yep. I love that. I feel like that's a good move for the end of a dinner date when you're like, let's go to a bar. Like, I'm feeling relaxed and I'm going to be awake for six hours. Yeah. 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 (laughs) No, I love that move. And and it just like, as much as Kenny, you fear, you know, number twoing, like it does, it helps you digest your big dinner too. If you're like on a date and you want to also hook up later and all well, also this, I was, I forget what podcast I was listening to and I don't know how you feasibly ever pull this off, but like the whole like, idea of hooking up before you go out to dinner so then you don't have to feel fat at dinner and then you can just go to bed if you guys are like dating afterwards like without having like to feel like oh i'm bloated because i just ate a full manetta tavern burger oh yeah no i've ruined a lot of like very romantic occasions because i'm just like don't fucking touch me like (laughs) yeah actually people in relationships there should be a mandate on that like i think dan savage has like a a movement of like have sex first like it's like a hashtag okay i was like why have i heard that that i feel like that's something i listen to then too because i've heard that too i'm trying to incorporate it into my life it's it's i will say it's a helpful way to go about but it's not to go about like not being in that situation but it's got to be tricky for like oh i mean definitely not for days first date move (laughs) yeah (laughs) can you imagine proposing let's do the fantasy first and then I'm gonna take you to like uh, to uh, yeah I can't think of like a good example now I'm gonna take you to Keens but first you have to come to my apartment that's a full murderer move 
Yeah. <laughs> like 100% murder. Yeah. We would like not be so understanding of the victim in that situation. We'd be like, well, you didn't. No, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Because honestly, if you're just hooking up, actually, okay, yeah. I take that back. This is the plot of Cut the pilot out. of Sex or, in the or, City. Do we remember this? The first episode of Sex in the City, when she meets Mr. Big, she's like so attracted to him, whatever, and they have sex before they go to dinner. Yes, and it's a whole thing because she's like, oh yeah, my God, I had sex with him. She like shame spirals dinner. about it, and then she's like, eh, whatever. Which yeah, is- no, it's definitely fine. And like that was very progressive for the 90s. And it for sure remains. Okay, we are not being progressive. I take back what I said, but you can leave this in. But just guys, know that I'm just thinking out loud and I've had a glass and a half of wine and, you know, I've had like kind bars all day. Like a kind bar and then like nuts. So it's all blames. I mean, look, I, I think that most people would be suspicious if they met on someone on a dating app and they were like, hey, come to my apartment and have sex with me first, then we'll go to dinner. I think that like a lot of the world would be suspicious. Yeah, because I guess if you're going to do the come to my apartment and have sex, like remember when Derek was on too, like especially like on Grinder and stuff, like yes. you're going to do that, not necessarily go to dinner after. If it goes well, maybe you'll go to dinner after. Well, I think, yeah, it's also like some people, that's what they're looking for, but I think that you, you ha- you're you then more explicit about that being what you're looking for. I think like if you're on the apps to find like people to have sex with, like that's completely fine. But, like, usually that's more of, like, a conversation. Like, it's more of, like, you're out there looking for that and you're communicating what you want. Usually Keen Steakhouse doesn't find itself into that conversation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not I feel like, like it does for, like, American Psycho. Like, it, it then really does become a serial killer. Like, it's a very yes. specific, bra- like, brand of man. Yes, for sure. Or what? Uh, white finance dudes. Or Theranos, like Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> Oh my god! The bad blood thing. Speaking you of, guys, are you guys as up on that as I am? No, but Jeff's Jeff's been walking around the house with his earpods AirPods in, listening, just being like, "Oh my god!" Like <laughs> listening yeah. to the Theranos <laughs> podcast, like puttering around. I watching can't dishes, wait for that documentary like, to come out. On, yeah. I think it's on HBO. Yeah. It was a Sundance thing, and some of my friends got to go. I didn't get that ticket. That's cool. Um, okay, so Kenny, as a wrap up ish. <laughs> I mean, we don't Sorry. like half. No, 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 no. no it's should. fine. But, like, okay, you went on these two dates. Before we started talking, you had mentioned that you were feeling perhaps a little ambivalent about both of them. Or not ambivalent, apathetic. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just have to be willing to accept that you're going to go on dates and, like, understand that nothing's going to come out of them. I think, like, I was very much so, like, go pro, like, second date. But, like, I think at the same time you need to be conscious of, like, other people's times and other people's emotions. Like, if you don't think it's there, then, like, don't lead people on and like make them think that it's there if it's not. So like, so did you have ongoing? Oh, Go sorry. Did you have no. ongoing conversations with either of these ladies? Uh, no, both of them were like a few text exchanges afterwards, just for like thanks for making time or like thanks for coming out, but like not necessarily any like leading like we should definitely do it again or anything like that. Just like keeping it short, and then like if it did come up, then I would have addressed it head on and been like, I don't necessarily know. Like, if I might keep on hanging out, but at the same time, it like didn't present itself, so maybe they didn't really want to either so like from my perspective like it was just like a mutual like dissipation where we both went our separate ways and like that's totally fine with me I don't feel strongly about about like either of these two like slipping away or like like I'm missing out on anything really I don't know well I think that's kind of ideal weirdly in a lot of ways you know if if you go on a mad date which we've talked about the fact that most dates are kind of like meh you know, mm-hmm. for there to be a mutual agreement of like, all right, this was meh. Like, nice to meet you. I'll I'll con- invite you to connect on LinkedIn and 
it. <laughs> yes. But I, and I would just argue to our listeners, I'm just thinking back to like when I would go on these dates and like have this inkling. And sometimes it was really misguided. It was me like thinking I needed to go on a second date and not even being sure but wanting to get there. To text or not text something that was more like insinuating, can we hang out again? I feel like do it if you want to. Don't do it if you don't want to. And don't read into the thank you. Because I used to read into the like first night texts a little bit too much. Like Kenny talking to you has been helpful. I don't know. I just think like if we could zoom out a little and think about like it sounds like those girls weren't interested, but you would never have known, right? Unless one of them like suggested something a little bit more like second date right? Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, if the suggestion had been more forward for like a second thing, or if I had like, because assuming I didn't, and like someone else had like, because I because I guess I didn't. Well, that was really stupid. Um, but like assuming something else did come across that was like a little bit more forward, like I if I was like on the edge and like thought it could be fun and like interesting, yeah, like maybe I would have done it. But at the same time, like. The fact that it didn't come across made it easier for me, but I would probably have to like think about it and, and like decide whether or not it's like a good use of both of our time. I don't yeah. think like a, going on a second date is necessarily like wasting someone's time. I think like you never know if like a first date's just a little weird. Mm-hmm. Like a second date might like you might find that like you both have relaxed, like take taking a deep breath and like decide to loosen up and like finally like get to know each other. But I think like yeah, if you don't think that it's, like, necessarily what you want, there's so many other fish in the sea, like, you can find another person to go on a date with if it's, like, not ideal. But yeah. I don't know. Just I keeping was getting, an open getting mind super and, like, heteronormative with that thought. I know it was kind of, like, because I just feel like so often as a woman, I, like, would be waiting for a text from a guy that would suggest a second date. But it's kind of, like, just my, my thought for just, like, people who are women dating men, like, just remember you can, like, suggest something, too. Or, like, just – you saying that kind of helped me. If some chick was like, we should totally do this again. Like that would make it a lot easier for me to be like, Hey, sorry. Like I had a lot of fun. Don't want to do that. And like provide you with clarity or to be like, wow, this is really like forward of her. I feel very much like appreciated for like being able to like hang out with you. And like we spent time together. Like that's awesome. We should like, it's like no harm, no foul kind of thing. Like if you are, are into it, like say that, or like hint that you're into it, you don't need to be super explicit, but like, I don't think it's that hard. I think it works both ways because I think guys also like can wait for like girls to do that and not necessarily think that they have to make like a second. You're right. You're right. No, I think that is kind of the, yeah, (laughs) I'm talking like so much from my own perspective and then just reminding our majority female listeners that like, yeah, it's sometimes. I also like have been dating like regularly for like, I don't know. I started the podcast last summer and like had been dating a little bit longer than that. Like, Mm -hmm. It's not a very long time. I'm a talking head, right? I'm one opinion. So like take mine with a grain of salt, combine it with others that you hear from other folks and decide whatever you want to do. Liz and I are just like, you listen to us and us only. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not a talking head. I actually know everything. (laughs) I'm so qualified. No. (laughs) No, but just as in, in conclusion, how much would my high school teachers hate me right now? Do you feel like when you go on a couple dates like this in a row that you just have kind of no feelings about, does it affect your perspective on dating generally? Uh, Yeah, I feel like it, it can lead to two outcomes. Like one, I'll be like invigorated to like go find the next one or two. I'll be like, oh, I just spent like a couple hours of my time like in otherwise busy weeks where like I would have rather have used that time for like something else and like kind of feel discouraged or like a little bit burnt out. I think it's like, 
I'm doing this podcast and I like feel like a little bit more obligated to like go on dates to make sure that I can participate. But like if I was just trying to structure my own program, I don't think it's weird to like take a couple, like you go on two dates. That's like probably two weeks, like take a week off and like figure out like what, what was it that I liked about those dates? What was it that I didn't like about those dates? So like the next time you go on a date, you actually like can hone in and like figure out what you, what you are looking for, I guess without a better thing. Cause like, I think I've gone on so many dates now where it's like easy for me to identify whether or not something is going to be like fun or not fun. Or if there's going to be a connection just like based on like a couple things. And then like once, like I think that there's that opportunity, it's like much easier to relax and just like take, like take a step back or like mentally and just like think about like the whole like experience because like otherwise you could just be like so focused on like dating and like rep- repetition and like getting reps that you like, start thinking about you more than like the other person across mm-hmm. the table. At least that's something that happens to me. Cause I'm like, what am I doing like wrong? Like this isn't like going well. I thought like everybody just, I'm 27. Everybody on these dating apps has girlfriends and I'm still here like dating. That's, that's not necessarily the case. I think like taking a breath and like taking a week off to like, maybe just not think about dating and like reset. And I think that's healthy. I think, I think it's, we should it's dig into this more because we have so preached the numbers game, which I would say would still be advantageous in the way you're explaining it. But also like, I specifically, it was important for me to switch my habits and do the numbers game. You were already doing the numbers game of like going on a lot of dates before this. Uh, yeah, sure. But then prior to that, I also hadn't been. So I feel like it's fine. Like if you start this adventure, like this journey for, through like dating, like to hold yourself to like a date a week, every single week, I mean, can ultimately just be like taxing, right? So like if you need one week off and maybe you like, do two dates in the course of, or like three dates in the course of two weeks and like catch up. If you really want to stick to like going on 52 dates in a year, I think that's doable. But I think at the end of the day, like dating, like should be fun. Like you should be out there, like trying to find somebody you want to be with and like spend time with. And so I think like taking a week off while like not losing the focus of like, yeah, I want to get reps in and I want to go and meet different people. And I think I'm going to learn a lot from that process. I think like taking it like, or at least thinking about taking a week off. Like yeah. maybe you just even leave it at that. It's healthy because otherwise dating can just become a job and everybody has jobs. You guys have jobs. I have a job. Like, sort of you have a job. Really I, mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't really have a job. I mean like <laughs> you, you're filing taxes. So <laughs> <laughs> Here they are. So, um, oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, well on that note, no, zero percent. I think it's helpful. And I think it sets the tone for our next time we have you on, which hopefully will be in a couple weeks. But, you know, we're I don't know. We'll be interested to check in with yeah. all of this, like Thank wisdom you, and optimism, your, your optimism you're bringing to the table. Yeah, it. it's appreciated. Our listeners love it. I feel like we get a lot of emails about Kenny. And I like miss being the focus of attention. But, but remember, <laughs> folks, slide into his DMs. Do not. <laughs> What was the thing? <laughs> Don't add him on LinkedIn. Anyway. I'm expecting to see at least one random LinkedIn ad. Although it, I'd be lying if I said I knew anybody who was adding me on LinkedIn. No, I just could prove all. Yeah, like on Instagram, you so, can be like, yeah. are they following 51 more states? Okay. Yeah. Which you should be. Oh, great segue. <gasps> segue time. Segue time. Beautiful. If you're not following us on Instagram, please do. We're getting better at putting out content daily like lies and I to camera like we were so good and then we stopped and then we're gonna get so good again yes for um, sure but please follow us at 51 first dates pod on Instagram join the secret Facebook group all you have to do is in Facebook search 51 first dates secret Facebook 
group secret. That's all. Just stop there. Ooh, I'm so clear. It's so wonderful. But you'll get there. Email your worst first dates to 51firstdatespod at gmail.com because those are fucking fun. And I promise you, like the next in the next week, I should be more chilled out in my life and I will read them and we will read them on the pod and Kenny will read them on the pod. Kenny should read one on the pod. Totally. We have some great ones in the backlog, so keep sending them and we will get to many more of them in coming weeks. And we love you and I feel like we have some new listeners who are really truly rate subscribe reviewing and I I really <gasps> yeah, appreciate it. I feel like I've seen the number jump and like our Facebook group, you know, there are bigger podcasts out there, but there are like a thousand of you in our secret Facebook group, which is important. That means you actually bigger, care but about not our thoughts. Better. So yeah. if all of you could just give us that little rating, we just like kiss you kiss you on the cheek the next sure. time we see you. <laughs> I walked into my friend's apartment in the in Greenwich Village. And the first thing they go is, we were just all watching, your, listening to your podcast on the TV. And I, <laughs> I turned around and walked out the door. No, no. <laughs> oh my God. Amazing. But it was just like, it was like six dudes just like listening to the podcast on the oh TV. Oh my God. But Kenny, like, like, I'm embarrassed too. Like, we'll always be embarrassed about this, but you know what? Being vulnerable is an exercise and like, we have really cool listeners who write in and tell us that it means something to them. And that is flabbergasting to me but it really makes it worth it so thank you guys so much thank you for supporting check out our patreon we have not done a good job on that. but please do patreon.com slash five one first dates pod all right we love you so much kenny thank you again liza thank you for dealing with my more buzzed at ass not at all <laughs> thanks guys we love you go on a date go on a date go on a date